get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, some more news on the Yakub Verana front as uh, one o'clock was the posting time when players typically go on waivers uh, and Yakub Verana was not placed on waivers by the Blues. According to Elliot Friedman, uh, Boris Kachuk and Dmitry Samorikov were both placed on waivers. Uh, Verana, according to Elliot Friedman, has been available for a trade and he tweeted three minutes ago, we will see if St. Louis worked something out. And of course, that's the report earlier today that we mentioned of uh, Yakub Verana potentially being on waivers and to talk more about it we welcome in Lou Korak covering the blues for NHL.com you can also follow, find his work uh, at the Hockey News follow him on Twitter at LKorak10 Lou Ball it's great to talk and perfect timing to have you on with this Yakub Verana stuff I know Barubi really couldn't say much today but what have you heard about this Verana situation well just what you guys pretty much have I was under the impression and led to believe that it was going to be waivers and you know you kind of put two and two together when you don't see him out on the ice uh, for practice today and yeah Craig Berube uh, didn't want to talk too much about it uh, did have one little brief comment just uh, you know comparing a little bit just saying that it, you know last year and this year you don't want to really make any comparisons but it's just been a struggle for him and uh, that was pretty obvious uh, Saturday night in Chicago it did not go well it was not going well and you know, I even mentioned that, you know, the Blues are going to have to do something about it because uh, it, it's got to come to a head and nothing really much is changing here. Uh, you know, you've made him a healthy scratch uh, a number of times this year, and apparently the message still hasn't been sent. And uh, I don't think it was going to be good for either him or for the club to continue down this path. And it looks like it's going to come to a head. Uh, we're just going to we're waiting to find out when and where and how. And uh, but it'll but it's all going to come to a head here pretty quickly. Well, you mentioned in Chicago, well, the Blues lose to the Chicago Blackhawks, lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets. This felt like a chance for the Blues to really gain some momentum. Instead, they lose both games to two bottom dwellers in their divisions. And then you have comments from Brayden Shen and Craig Bruby after the game talking about how the team was not ready to play. What did you make of those comments from Craig Bruby and Brayden Shen? Well, just that. Or, you know, it's it's who this team is right now and 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 just the inconsistency that continues to show i mean you talk about those two games you talk about san jose those are those are bottom feeder teams right now although san jose has been playing better i mean they've come up with some incredible results here in the last week or so with some of their third period comebacks but at the time you played them you know that was a team that not too long before you played them in back-to-back home games had given up 10 goals on home ice in each game. And uh, those are six points you'll never get back. But then again, you talk about uh, a convincing win in Colorado, uh, a convincing win against uh, Tampa. Uh, You go into Vegas and beat them. So 
I don't know. Do you look at it that it all kind of balances out that maybe, well, we didn't expect to beat them, but we, uh, we got points there anyway. So that's just a perfect example of the inconsistency in play that this team displays. And, um, you know, I thought Braden Shen said it best. You know, we, we tend to pick and choose, you know, when we want to flip the intensity meter and start going and when we don't, and that's, that's just not a good recipe for, for success. And, that was pretty evident Saturday night. They didn't come out ready to play. Uh, they came out and got behind the eight ball again, two to nothing. Did they get better as the game went on in the second and third period? Yes. But to me, that, you know, you hear the cliche that it's losing hockey because, you know, you're down three to nothing. And yeah, you outshoot Chicago, what, 24 to six in the third period, I believe it was. Or that was uh, Friday night in Columbus. But uh, I think it was uh, double digits and Chicago only had two shots in the third period. But it's a three to nothing game. So it's easy. It's easy to talk about, you know, did they get better? They did get better, but the other team had something to do with that as well because they were sitting back a little bit more. We're talking with Lou Korak, who covers the blues for NHL.com here on BK and Ferrario. Lou, one more, just going back to Yakub Verana quickly. Do do you believe that, that there is a potential trade partner out there for Yakub Verana where it seems like just the reaction to a lot of national media when Verana was potentially placed on waivers earlier today it seemed that they were surprised by a lot of those people um alex i'll be honest with you i i thought about that and you know i a couple of us had talked about that in the last couple of days uh is is there a potential trade partner and i just didn't see one because you know you you see it and people people read it and people understand and they watch they wonder why this guy's a healthy scratch why it's a struggle when he does play. You're talking about, yeah, Detroit's on the hook for half of his cap, but uh, you're talking about uh, still having to pick up uh, $2.6 to $2.5 million, I believe is what it is. And uh, for a guy that's really just, just for whatever reason or not, hasn't produced this year, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's a team that has cap flexibility, maybe San Jose or somebody – somebody that's down in that area. Arizona's not, I don't think Arizona's a team that's going to be taking on anybody else's scraps anymore with the way they're going. But uh, maybe there is a trade partner. You maybe scratch out some kind of a draft pick, uh, I guess, because I just don't think you're going to get much more for them other than that. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with you there, but it was just kind of curious what when Elliot Friedman uh, reported that. Uh, we're talking with Lou Korak. So, Lou, going back to that game against Chicago, Braden Shen's comments, we talked about this earlier in the show. It's starting to become eerily similar to last season, and I know they haven't gone on a seven-game losing streak. Frankly, this team's better than what last team's last season's team was because of the ability to kind of stop the snowball. But with Shen's comments, does that mean that this team's starting to trend towards last year's team? Uh, I still think it's a little too early to go there, um, but you are starting to see some remnants of what you saw last year, and you better nip it in the bud pretty quickly. And if you don't, uh, it's it's going to snowball. We saw how quickly, and you were there, and you've seen it. We saw how quickly it snowballed last year, and really there's no way of climbing out of it. Right now, uh, you are what you are. You're a 500 team. Uh, you're going to play 11 out of the next 15 now. You just came off of a pretty, pretty hard schedule here. Let's not, you know, let's not underscore that. You played 11 out of 15 on the road. Some, some goofy road trips. You come back home for a game. You're right back out on the road. Not to make excuses, but 
Now you're going to start a stretch of 11 of 15 at home. We're going to see what these guys are made of. But uh, those were some alarming trends the last couple of games of what you, like you mentioned, what you saw last year, uh, some turnovers, uh, odd man rushes against, and falling behind in games early, not being ready to play. Those were things we saw last year. You haven't seen a ton of that this year, but so I'm going to so I'm going to uh, I'm going to hold off on thinking that it's that it's going full bore in that direction. But you have seen some remnants. You just got to nip it in the bud here, like I said, pretty quickly. Lou, today at practice, the Blues dr- juggled up the lines. Neighbor Thomas and Kyra now the top line. Sod Navich and Kapanen on the second line. Are you a little surprised to see the Blues move Pavel Buchnevich back to the center position? A little bit, and uh, addressed that with Craig Berube today, and he's just trying to find some balance, is what he said. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a little peculiar. I thought maybe if if you're looking for somebody, again, to go back into that center position, that it might be Kevin Hayes, but he seems to like uh, the Hayes-Shen combination for now, and that's, you know, reserved to, to change at, at any moment, but... Uh, he did say he could still see a little bit more from those guys, but I think he's seen enough to leave them together for now. That's the direction that maybe I thought that they were going to go in. And, you know, they tried the Buchnevich experiment at center last year. I didn't think it went all that great. I'm not so sure if the player himself likes to move into the center position, but um, Craig Ruby said today that, you know, he, he's trying to find some balanced scoring. You saw what happened. You know, you have a lot of shot volume, against Columbus and Chicago, but just not a whole lot of results. So right now, again, you've got a coach that's uh, dealing with a team that's lost three in a row. He's trying to find whatever he can. And, uh, you know, this was a move that maybe I didn't project seeing coming into practice today. But we'll see what the results are because it looks like this is the lineup that they're going to go with tomorrow against Detroit. Final one for Lou Korak. Lou, speaking of that chemistry on the ice defensively, it's been the same top four all season. They really haven't juggled it up other than in-game, maybe switched it up here and there. Tory Krug and Justin Falk and uh, Nick Letty with Colton Pareko, it's been part of the roller coaster this season. Is there an opening for Scott Perunovic to take one of those spots or is this just a continue with the same top four? I think for now, Alex, to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's going to go the way it's going right now because I just don't see any one of those younger guys right now jumping up and, and, and taking the bull by the horn, so to speak. It, it just hasn't happened yet right now. And, and again, to Perunovic's defense, he just hasn't played a lot, but it just makes you question and wonder, is he ready for the NHL level yet? And same same thing with Tyler Tucker. I don't think those guys are ready for this this level of competition yet. Not to say that they're not going to grow into it, but you've just seen too many inconsistencies, especially with a player like him. They're giving him all the opportunity right now, but you're seeing, you're still seeing glaring mistakes defensively from him that they're trying to work out. And so, if, if you're gonna, if he's going to be vulnerable in those areas, it's just hard for me right now to see him jumping up into a top four and grabbing more minutes. Uh, he's just going to have to continue to play. They're going to have to continue to work with him, and they're they're going to have to continue to keep him in the same light that they are right now. Because right now he's just not showing not not to me anyway enough that he's ready for that role. He's Lou Korak. You could find his article up on his Twitter account l at l korak ten. Following that loss of the Chicago Blackhawks, you can also find it at the Hockey News. He is Lou Korak. Lou Ball, always appreciate the time, and uh, we'll see you at the rink tomorrow night. Alex Tanner, good talking to you guys. Have a good one.